Welcome to episode four of Brew Play Watch. Woo! All right. Uh, usual people here today, plus one. We've got uh, my roommate from college. Hi. Why don't you give us your name? Uh, That's classified. (laughs) His name's Cody. Oh, it's declassified. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know. So yeah, uh, welcome to the show. And this week, we're taking a look at uh, the Sam Adams We're just looking at it? Just looking at it. Just looking at it. Looking at the labels, really. Yeah, so uh, what's our first beer here, Kyle? Uh, We got the Samuel Adams Summer Ale. Citrus wheat ale. The description, <laughs> summer ale, golden, hazy, and satisfying. The American wheat ale is synonymous with summer. Our blend of orange, lemon, and lime peels create a pleasant bouquet of citrus. The grains <laughs> of paradise accent the crisp wheat character with a subtle spice that freshens clean, iconic, as it is refreshing. Summer ale is just right for any summer day. <laughs> There you go. All right, Jack, can I ask you a question yeah. before we try this? Is there something specific that makes a beer like the summer kind? Or is that just, do they... I just described it to you. <laughs> no, 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 because I just had Kugel Summer Shandy. Um, is, it, is like there's some commonality between them all, or do the companies just call them that? I, it's more of a marketing thing than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they'll they use lighter malts and stuff to give it a lighter flavor, but and, not... And usually like lemons. Yeah, usually... Like shandies always have some kind of fruit in them, so uh, kind of hazy. I don't think that's Very just the hazy. glass. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's just the glass. Yeah. Hazy. Isn't that dirty? Like gold, golden, hazy, hazy esque. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a tad clear. There was no clearish. Head. Yeah, like not much of a head at all. Yeah. And there's no head there. Ooh, yeah, that smells like summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a pretty mild scent. Mm-hmm. Not not a whole lot going on. Give a little bit of lemon. That's what I was gonna say. Lemon. Yeah. Mm, lemon. What'd you say was in there? Citrus. Citrus. Definitely citrus. Yeah, there's citrus Some in there. Wheat. Definitely get the wheat. Wheat. Mm. Orange, lemon, lime. <clears throat> oh, it's now that you said orange, I I do smell it's orange. Basically now. a sprite. Yeah. You, have, you get wait. Can, where are you getting wheat sprayed at? <laughs> <laughs> From the guy behind Dollar General. <laughs> That's not sprayed, dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, let's let's give it a little try. Yeah, it's not bad. It's pretty good. You taste, taste the wheat. Pretty, yeah, mm-hmm. tastes pretty summery. Right at the end, there's where, where I get the citrus. I was just gonna say I don't get it like at all. Oh really? Yeah. No, I don't get much all the citrus. <clears throat> I think it's more of like just that little bit of sour at the end. Okay. I get a lot of wheat vibes, though. Yeah, yeah. definitely wheat. You can taste that pretty strong. I actually don't mind it. I don't mind the wheat. Mm-hmm. Like it. It's kind of... I like get citrus as I'm drinking it, as I'm smelling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of get, like, while it's still touching my tongue, I get the citrus, mm-hmm. and then after that, it's just all wheat. If you took, like, those really dark brown Chex Mix... <laughs> the, wheat one, the wheat ones, yeah. yeah, and like put a little drop of lemon, a little drop of lime, <laughs> and just ate those. I feel like that's what this tastes like. Yeah, that's, okay, it's not bad. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> but well, okay. I do. That's correct. Yeah. The um, <laughs> the line and Kugel one was like too much mm-hmm. lemon. It's like <clears throat> life gives you lemons. <laughs> Amount of lemons, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that it's a shandy, so they're really wanting the lemon to come through on theirs. But um, I like this one better. Yeah, me too. I've actually I had this one a couple times, like ordered it mm-hmm. in bars, and it's a pretty good 
like, I don't know, I like wheat ales. So, like, for a wheat right. ale, this is probably one of <clears throat> the ones that I like more. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's a 5.3% alcohol and uh, eight IBUs. Nice. That's probably why I like I didn't, no I didn't bitterness. Yeah. No bitterness. <laughs> that kind of surprised me when I saw it. Yeah. Um, I'll explain later. What's the different kind of wheat beers? Uh, so, what do you mean? What kind of wheat beers I, we got? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, is Blue Moon wheat ale? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, if something has wheat, is it usually? Usually. Ale? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, most of the time. They usually make wheat lagers. No. <laughs> no. I don't know why. I don't... I, I haven't looked into that. Okay. I've only made one wheat ale ever. It was that raspberry one. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not sure. What's the... Uh, what's, like, the actual flavor of wheat? Uh, those, huh. little, those little brown well, cause like, mix. Because, <laughs> like, we've been all saying that we can taste the wheat in it. Right. But I don't, wouldn't know how to actually describe that flavor. Like, I, I just yeah. get, like, wheat bread, so... Yeah. I, Does it like, taste like similar. wheat, wheat like, bread? Have you had Wheaties? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not quite the same, but you... you Do you get that flavor? Yeah. I'm just saying, like... It's... I would describe wheat flavor as tasting like wheat. But what does that actually mean? <laughs> Let's go right. eat some wheat. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever, like... You ever taste like whiskey and try to describe it? Yeah. It's like it, it very much tastes like alcohol. But right. you, people, when they're describing it, they'll say like, "Oh, it tastes like this fruit." Mm-hmm. Like obviously, it's mm-hmm. not the same as biting into like a plum, right? Or like you know, but you still get those similar like flavor notes. I think it's right. the same way with like beer. When you describe the wheat taste, it's like it doesn't taste. Exactly like wheat, but no, exactly. it's similar. Yeah, That's it's like good. the different flavored flavors of bird dog. Like they taste kind of like that thing they're supposed to, but they're like dirty. <laughs> it's like <laughs> like if you dropped it in the dryer. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Like it's like I've drank. A, me and Jack have both drank a lot of bird dog blackberry, <laughs> but uh, it, it tastes like you took like blackberries, rubbed them in dirt, and then ate the blackberries. Yeah, yeah, it does. It gets dirty after after you drink it for a while. Do all so if a beer has a flavor, mm-hmm. does <laughs> sorry, sorry. this is a real question? If a beer, like say a beer comes out and it's supposed to taste like apple, yeah, does it necessarily mean that it was made using apples, or are there like techniques to where you can get to certain flavors without having to use those exact things? So yes, yes to both. Um, if there, I think that was an either or <clears throat> question. Yeah. Well, let me explain. <laughs> so, so like, y- you can pull out flavors in certain malt that without necessarily using whatever it is. So, like, caramel comes to mind. Mm. You can get a lot of caramel notes without actually putting caramel in your beer. Interesting. That's, yeah. Right. Yeah. Fruit, most of the time when you're tasting fruit... Um, usually it's because they added that fruit to yeah. the fermentation. However, hops do provide like citrus notes and yeah. that kind of stuff too. Especially citrus. I feel like it's right. one that you get those notes without there actually being citrus fruit in it. Right. So it goes both ways. You can do either one. Like think about, I don't know, like if you drink much like darker beer, but like sometimes it'll taste like coffee or chocolate. Or, yeah. And like there's not actually chocolate or coffee in all those. It's just right. the malt. It's almost like this is a science. 
Almost. <laughs> Almost like somebody like took some time with this. Yeah, right. Imagine what like the first beers were like. Probably terrible. They were probably like <laughs> bath water. <laughs> <laughs> probably not good at all. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, I, it kind of started... Well, they thought it was a miracle because they didn't know what yeast was first. I so, think beer is still a miracle. I, I, <laughs> yep. Yeah. I forget. I think it was. Uh, I forget who it was. It might have been Benjamin Franklin. Mm-hmm. It said something about like beer is proof that God, God loves exists us. Yep. and that He loves I, us. I know yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We You're saw signs of that at work. <laughs> Do you? Really? Yeah, that's on can a sign. You, can you bring me one? No. Okay. <gasps> <Man>. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm not going to pay for that. Jack, if you, I bet if you took currency to Kyle's place of employment, you could purchase it yourself. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So I, I just crushed that. It was very drinkable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, Correct. very much a summer ale. And most, most of the time. Some rails are very crushable. Yeah. By design. Let's get the next one. Let's do it. I thought it was Rattler. Like it's the snake. Radler. Radler. It's German. Okay. Uh, Sam Adams Porch Rocker. Sweet, tangy, and refreshing. This beer was inspired by German cyclists who mixed beer with limonade after a tough ride. In Porch Rocker, we've brewed a gold Helles lager combined with a smooth, effervescent limonade. That'll kick the heat out of any summer day. A lemonade. There's, huh? there's two different accent marks on, <laughs> on lemonade. Huh. Well, it is very, very clear. Yeah, it is very clear. Nice yellow. It looks color. like. Um, yeah, I can see my fingers through this out of glass. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Very clear. <laughs> That's what clear means. <laughs> yeah, you can see through it. It kind of looks like apple juice. Yeah. It does. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's got yeah. that, that color. Yeah. No head at all. Oh, my gosh. I, sm- I smell lemonade. Limonade. That's, that smells like that lemonade drink we used to make in college. Yeah. It definitely smells that fruity. That yeah, it has a fruity smell to it. I'd agree mm-hmm. with that. Hmm. Only eight IBUs. <clears throat> oh, really? What's Another the, eight yeah. IBU? What's the 4.5. What? Huh. Let's, Let's give, give it, a, it try. a try. It tastes like it's half lemonade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Oh, this really gives me like a blood, Bud Light orange vibe. Okay. Really close, but if there was more orange in it, if there was like a Bud Light lemon. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. definitely. <laughs> I really like this. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's got that pretty light beer taste along with that. Like these are the like notes. easiest drinking kind of beers you can get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is like. You want to drink a light beer, but not hate yourself at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to have a little extra flavor. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. This is like the beer of my people if you just want to, like, have a little bit of flavor in there. The beer <laughs> yeah. of your people? Yeah. Who would that be? Oh, the cracker beer people. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I don't even taste crackers in this, though. No, but it's it's still... You could add a couple. It's still of the right, the right type. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I get. I you get can a still you can still stand on the porch of your trailer wearing a wife beater and drink. <laughs> it's it's got porch in the name. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. You're set. It's the porch rock. That's the intended drinking. <laughs> Correct. So it's the porch rocker. What what do you, what are you listening to as you drink this on your porch? I can imagine Willie Nelson. 
<laughs> no, I imagine some dude in his 50s drinking this, sitting on his porch rocker and just blasting ACDC. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is an ACDC beer, for sure. Oh, yeah. If I ever went and saw ACDC, I'd take this to the concert. I was getting a more mellow vibe out of this. Yeah? yeah. That's why I said Willie Nelson. Hmm. I would love to sit at, like... This is hardcore for the trailer park, though. I would... Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I would... <laughs> like, this, you'd sit on your porch at, like, 5.30 after work and relax. And you'd drink, like, eight cans of it. Yes. Right. Exactly. And then you'd go over to your trailer park neighbor and... Take his Do whatever door. happens in the trailer park. <laughs> 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 well, something's getting cut. <laughs> That's good. It's I yeah, I like this. I, I it's keep, good. I do I agree with you now about the Bud Light Orange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like a slightly different citrus. It's like a little It has like down. the same texture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the texture and it, like I, the beginning flavor. It drinks the same. It does drink the same. <laughs> <laughs> so very easy I drinking. Concur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty happy. Yeah, it's not bad. Mm-mm. I feel like I don't like it as much as the last one, but it's good. I could kill a case of this I in agree. a week. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty easily. <laughs> I feel hmm. like this one should be the summer one. I mean, they're all summer. Yeah, this is another other summer beers. We got the summer variety pack by Sam Adams. Here's a question, though. Would you drink this after going on a tough bicycle ride? No, I'd probably drink a water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely going for like a Gatorade on a long bike ride. I don't do a whole lot of physical activity. So. <laughs> Kyle, what's it say? Who did this? Germans? Oh, yeah. Let me, let, me, let me take a little look-see here. <laughs> it was in the first line, buddy. Oh. <laughs> you know, I didn't read the label. What were you reading? <laughs> you read it. I, I know. Like, I he the- has the <laughs> <laughs> Inspired by German cyclists. That's what I, yeah. Who mixed oh. beer with lemonade. What were those cyclists thinking? I mean, they were German cyclists. We were probably thinking, <laughs> let's get drunk. Yeah. And, uh, ride our bicycles. <laughs> I mean, okay, I feel like it's, you know, you finish a long bike ride, you get off, you chug like a bottle of water, and then you go straight for one of these. Oh, yeah. Right? I, I, does I, does I that make that. sense? Mm-hmm. At the at the cyclist after party, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how how cyclists get down. Right. Oh yeah, they're like waiting for you at the finish line with like two of these in hand, <laughs> just start double fisting them, you know. Yeah, yep. but they're like pitchers too, and you're just like splashing <laughs> all over yourself, just trying to drink it riding yeah. your bike. Yeah, it, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's Kyle, if good. you could ride a bike and drink a pitcher of beer. Oh, I absolutely would. Could you? No, could you? I would try. <laughs> that might be a brew play watch extra. <laughs> <laughs> no, there were times there were times when I lived in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Do you want this yeah. broadcast to the world? <laughs> yes. There were times I lived in the trailer and I had a bike. And uh, I would get real drunk and I'd want to ride my bike. And my brother would be like, no, you can't do that because you can still get a DUI for just riding a bike. And I'd be like, well, that's stupid. Wait, you can get a DUI? Yeah. yeah. A you driving well. Yeah. Yes, you can get on a bicycle. You can get a DUI on a bicycle. That counts as driving? Yes. Dude, cops are terrible. In a kayak, actually. In a kayak? What? I didn't know that. Yeah. See, okay, this would be perfect. The river cop's going to get me. This beer would be perfect for a kayak, though. Just like, oh, oh yeah. Take yeah, a I can see that. Yes. kayak on the river for the day. That would be awesome. Let's get in the lake. Awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. 
So It'll be a great kayaking beer. Mm-hmm. It'll be a great like river beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just go down and hang out by a river. <laughs> Let's do it. And we'll, we'll just walk outside and look over. The river. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Anything else to say about this beer? Excellent. Not bad. Nine yeah. out of ten. Nine. Cool. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty high praise. Wow. I, I From the guy who, before we started recording, said he didn't like Sam Adams. <laughs> the last time oh, I yeah. had one of the variety packs, <laughs> I didn't like anything in there. We got their fall variety pack, and I think that was the wrong time. I remember I drank one of them, and just, I took a sip, and I just dumped half all the stuff. <laughs> right? I was like, no. Does the fall one have Oktoberfest? Yeah. Oktoberfest. You didn't like Oktoberfest? No, I'm not oh, a fan. What? They had They had one, the, the maple leaf one. That was the worst thing I ever tasted in my entire life. I liked it. I was like, why did you create this? Who wanted this? Who was like, this is a good idea? <laughs> did it taste like maple? Yeah, it tasted no. like you took the bark off of a maple tree and just chewed on it. I if you took like a leather boot and like a piece of like a maple leaf and chewed on it, and then you went out, walked into Canada, that, that's the taste <laughs> you would get. <laughs> you know, I got to say, I was in Canada last week. The, Did it taste terrible? The, the maple, <laughs> the maple like stereotype is not wrong. Really? <laughs> Literally everything there is like maple. Excellent. <laughs> I got a, I got ice cream and they just put maple syrup on it. That sounds Dude, terrible. What? It, it kind of would. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll have a I'm coming for you, Canada. Canada. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we'll just dump maple syrup. That's on that. pretty much. They didn't even ask. It was just like that's, <laughs> it just came standard. Up there. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on. Uh, Sam 76. It is a refreshing, flavorful craft. Is, I think that's just their logo. Is, it's half and half, right, Jack? What, that's the Surgeon General. Go around to the back. There's no back. Oh, they didn't describe this one. Yeah. <laughs> I can describe it. It's, I've had yeah, it. It's half, it's half and half, right? Yeah. It's a half ale, half lager kind of thing. Ooh. Yeah, which is real weird to think about how they did that. Um, Good though. It's very good. Um, it's got 4.7% alcohol and 12 IBUs. So, because ale or lager, that has to do with how they brew it, right? So, they oh. like brew two different beers and mix them together, and that makes this guy? Yeah. So, it actually comes down to the fermenting process. Okay. The type of yeast you use is what makes the difference. Um, so, that would be my guess is, is they made two different beers and then blended them. That's cool. Kind of like how a blended scotch works. Right. Kind of thing. How does a blended scotch work? (laughs) They take different whiskeys and put it all into one. Okay. If you look at like, like, that's how they make iron. (laughs) Iron? Steel. Oh. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So, uh, hazy. I see it like it's pretty light. It's got like a greenish tint. Yeah. A little little bit. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow. Little, little bit towards the green side. Yeah. Mm. Not much of a head again. That's kind of a theme. Now, don't let the smell fool you. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the smell. <laughs> oh, dude, I love that, like, mm-hmm. slightly hoppy, citrusy mm. smell. Mm-hmm. Citrus, pine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do get a lot of pine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love that smell. I'm not a fan of pine. I grew up, I grew up like, next to, like, 30 pine trees. I don't, I don't like you pine. Don't like, man. <laughs> I smell pine every day for, like, 18 years. <laughs> Had enough of that, huh? Yeah. Not a fan. I love the smell. Ah, oh, that's gonna. Oh. Now, wasn't the the cans have like a wider top, don't they? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Oh, okay, just because canning just process. Cause they I don't know. <laughs> Thought it'd be neat. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Yep, it's still good. 
Oh, I love that beer. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's very refreshing. I feel like all of these have been very okay. refreshing, but Kyle. really, Kyle. Kyle, oh, it's so good. This is actually the first time I've had Sam seventy six, but it's mm. pretty good. This like, is the first, first time impression. I've had it too. Oh, I, we, I drank a lot of this in college. Is it the hops that you don't like, Kyle? Kind it's of not overpowering. It's just there's nothing defining about it. There's nothing that huh. makes me want to have another one. It's just try not to smell it. I don't know what that was supposed to do, but I wanted you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can I could drink it and I could crush these pretty easily. It's easy drinking. I just oh, I could I could sit and drink a six pack by myself. I mean, I could too, but that's because I'm an alcoholic, not because, <laughs> the, beer's, not because the beer's bad. I could do it. I re- wouldn't really enjoy it. <laughs> I wouldn't hate it. I would just be like, okay, yeah, yeah. It, I'm drinking beer. Oh, but man. there's nothing about it that makes me like, yeah, this is. I feel this like is the thing. I, I like this, like the scent better than the flavor. Okay, but it's it's still pretty good. Like mm-hmm. the, the flavor is not bad. But yeah. I do agree with Kyle. Like it's to me, it's it doesn't stand out as much as the yeah. other two that we've had. Maybe it's just because I don't like pine at all. Maybe that's it. <laughs> that could be part it's of it. It's your pine vendetta. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna kill all the pine trees. <laughs> but I don't know. I give it like seven out of ten. Seven, mm-hmm. seven point six. No seven. <laughs> 7.6. Oh, why is it called seventy six, Jack? Uh, America. Yeah, it's seventeen seventy six. That's yeah. There's no other reason. I don't think. I don't think that's what I thought it was. Yeah, that's it's kind of what I thought. Um, yeah. For I've I had never had a blended beer before. That was my first blended. I'd never beer. heard of such a thing before. Yeah, yeah. apparently it's a thing. It's Maybe it's also because it's my first blended beer. I don't have a taste for <laughs> blended beer. That's probably no, it. The palate's not set yeah. up. Yeah, that's it. I mean, last week we had our first sour beers. <laughs> like one of them was pretty good, and the other one was like you can't eat chicken for the terrible. first time and be like. I love this chicken more than the other chicken I had last week. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have chicken last week. They put pepper on this. This is so much better. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's growing a little bit. Is that bit. your internal thoughts when you eat food? Yes. <laughs> oh, they put pepper on it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Wow! All right. I like pepper too. Remy, <laughs> <laughs> not to eat with you anymore. <laughs> I think it's growing on me. Yeah, it's a good beer. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I would I would be happy with that. Yeah. I when I hand it, like I handed it to my cousin to try, and the first time he tried, he's like, ah, too hoppy. I'm like, did you even, like, taste it, or did you just smell it? <laughs> no, I feel like it's, I mean, I think it has it on the bottle. I think it was, like, 30 IBUs. Oh, no, it's only 12. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not like, bitter at all. Well. I it's remember that. Yeah. I saw, I looked at it, and it was 4.7 and 12. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, my bad. That's the next one that has 30. But, uh, I, I don't know. I definitely taste the hops, but they're mm-hmm. blended really well. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the things, like, with hoppy, well, not even hoppy beers, but when I can taste the hops, I need mm-hmm. other flavors to kind of blend with it. Right, yeah, right. I think this does that really well. So, Jack, can you describe, um, like, the the defining characteristics of an ale and a lager? Oh, yeah. So, 
this is this goes for most cases because you'll never find a end all be all for anything in beer. There's really. no like pure lager, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, lager is basically it ferments colder, usually in the 40s, 50s temperature range. It's it's ferments longer. That's why it gets clear. More things fall out of it. That's why you get those cleaner flavors out of a lager. Makes sense. There's, there, yeah, there's no, like, after, you know, flavors. Hmm. Not as much, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas ale ferments um, in warmer environments, like 60s, 70s. Um, ferments shorter. So it can be as short as sometimes three days can be all the way up to two months. You just never know. Um, and typically they're hazier, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's, it's an ale or that it's not an ale if it's clear. And, uh, yeah, you'll get more of the after, uh, flavors like a lot of people describe pepper in the chicken too yeah (laughs) (laughs) but on the light to dark scale aren't lager and ale like bumped up against each other um or i guess more they're close to each other than like i don't think there's actually any like it might be that like you've had more lagers (laughs) that are darker than ales but i think that's just like a correlation yeah yeah um Really, the color of the beer doesn't matter. Okay. Um, so, like, porters and stouts, I'm trying to think which one's which. Real dark. Well, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're both really close. Um, so why do you think, um, not to derail your thought. No, no, you're good. Why do you think a mixture like this works as well as it does? Oh. Like, why, why wouldn't a lager and ale complement each other? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I have not been into brewing long enough to tell you that. Okay. Um, I can I can tell you that the guys over at Sam Adams are way more qualified than I am. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I can say I've tried quite a few Sam Adams beers. Like I, I always like whenever they get a new seasonal, like the local bar, trying that out. Mm-hmm. Most of the Sam Adams that I've tried, I've been like, either this is like at least okay or like I really like this. Right. So, right. You've had the opposite experience. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. Don't drink the Sam Adams pumpkin. <laughs> but you've liked all the ones we've had today, right? This is true. Yeah. But I I'm not a big pumpkin guy. I don't like pumpkin beers. Yeah. I don't like pumpkin at all. So do you, like, you don't like pumpkin beers. If you're not going to eat the whole plant, it's not worth eating. <laughs> oh, you eat the peel of a banana? <laughs> I do. You don't? I go and eat the tree, too. <laughs> What are you eating there, Kyle? Oh, just a chunk of banana tree. <laughs> you, you cut down a banana tree, it gives you food for like a month. <laughs> I don't know how big banana trees That's are. It's a lot of fiber, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I need. <laughs> Crack an egg on that, just have what? an egg and some banana tree. <laughs> Wait, you don't need the the shell of an egg? Oh, I do. That's where he the salmonella is at. That's not fruit. Oh. I'm just trying to add to the conversation. <laughs> So uh, what's what's everybody's take on this Sam seventy six? Seven out of ten is my favorite. I, yeah, this will probably be my favorite of today. It's pretty darn good. Beer number four, we got Sam Adams Boston Lager, distinctively complex and balanced. 
Four ingredients painstakingly chosen. Every year we travel to Bavaria to hand select Hallertau Mittelfrau hops. Dude, that's that, those are some German hops. And the Pacific Northwest for the finest two-row barley. We cultivate our own lager yeast and meticulously measure water quality to ensure consistency. Dang. All our hard work goes into brewing this distinctively flavorful and complex beer for you. Cheers. I like it when the label reads like a textbook. <laughs> it really does. Like, just say it's good. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, um... What's the percentage? Can you read? Video? Can you read that hops again? I really like ha- the name. Hallertau. Yeah, Hallertau Middlefrau hops. I, I commend you, Hallertau. That's not how I said it the first time, but that is the correct way to say it. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I am part German, so. Oh, there is that. Yeah. All right. This is it like is, this is like Kyle asked. So, five percent alcohol by volume and okay. thirty IBUs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is like the the. Sam Adams beer, right? Yeah. Boston yeah, this Lager. is the like one that everybody one. knows. And how come everybody else has a little tiny head, but I have no head? Well, yours shake, got poured first. Yours got poured, poured first. Yeah. Put your finger in there. <laughs> Use the spoon. Is that how you get the head? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I got a little yeah, bit. There you go. I feel better about my head now. <laughs> Dude, your head's going away. <laughs> oh, I better drink it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's it smell like? What do you smell, guys? <laughs> it smells like Boston Lager. <clears throat> Smells malty. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of. I don't know. I I do smell a little bit of hops. I think. This smells yeasty to me. I I don't think I know what yeast. Yeah, I get that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does yeast smell like bread? Yeah. Yeah, kind (laughs) of. Kind of smells like bread. Yeah. Like. I don't usually like the smell of yeast. We actually discussed that when I was brewing the one day. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, but. This smells... Okay, to uh, clarify, when it's dry, it just kind of smells like bread, but when it's wet, it smells like the worst thing on earth. (laughs) (laughs) Wet yeast, yeah. Like, after it's wet and it's fermented something, Mm -hmm. and it's just all dead yeast at the bottom, it's not good. I, uh... I use a lot of liquid yeast, and so, yeah, it never smells great. Can't you eat yeast? Yeah. I guess you could, yeah. (laughs) I don't don't recommend it, but you could. Makes your bread rise, so why not? So it makes beer. Yeah. It's like a pleasant, like, slightly gold... Color, it's like yeah. an amber color. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a yeah. slightly darker gold. Yeah. What is this beer like? It's very oh, clear. Lager. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a lager. Yeah. So that's why well, part of why it's clear. Jake, mm. can you give us your best Boston accent? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> Based in lager. <laughs> I was thinking of one in my head, but it was British, so I couldn't use <laughs> a Boston lager. I, I was thinking of British. <laughs> yeah, it was. I was like, what do British people sound like? I don't know. Are they, isn't that lager? like English or something? I don't. know. All right, let's drink it. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. That's definitely the most bitter one we had tonight. Yep. I got a mustache hair in my mouth. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't hold that against the beer, Kyle. I feel like that's user error. It wasn't somebody else. It was know. somebody else's hair in there. I know it. I know what my mustache hair tastes like. <laughs> it ain't tastes like that. No. <laughs> so I feel like for a lager, this is like um, heavier. Like in a like consistency sense. Um, yeah, I feel like it drinks heavier. Mm-hmm. Like the like thickness, texture. like yeah. it's thicker. I, yeah, I get that. I feel that more yeah. malt to it. More. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Yeah, that is yeah. fair. Okay. Absolutely. See, it doesn't. It might be thirty IBUs, but it doesn't taste as bitter to me as the Sam seventy six. Oh no! No, it's definitely not. 
No, the same 76 only has 12 IBUs. But this has 30. Right. You think the 76 tasted more bitter? Yeah. I think the 76 was really? more bitter. Yeah. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I tasted the hops a lot more on this. Yeah. See, see, that's the problem is people taste the hops and they assume bitterness. Yeah, this is, yeah. This is more I guess bitter. those are two distinct This is definitely things, huh? more bitter. Mm-hmm. The bitterness and the hops. And the hops. Yeah, they're very, very distinct. Oh, see, I don't that's, know. That's like a learning mm. thing for me. I don't know. See, see. I think maybe the people at Brew Beer are wrong. And I'm <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's a huge hurdle to get over once you start, like, reviewing nah. beer. And, well, nah. What was that? <laughs> it's, yeah. You don't this like is it? It's definitely less bitter. I know, I like it more than it's that. Not, okay. It's not. No, it, uh, it's not less bitter. Yeah, yep. No, see, I. Okay. No. I think now that you said that, that IBUs and the hoppiness Stay aren't on my side, necessarily Greg. the same thing. <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah. So I think I taste the hops a lot less than the last one. Right. But it's more of like a. I don't want to say like a grain bitterness. Mm-hmm. Is, like, I taste that a little more. So, so the bitterness you're probably getting is hops that was put in immediately at the boil. Okay, okay. I can so get when the hops at the very back. At the very... Okay. That's where the bitterness is. Hmm. Yeah. So, the earlier in the boil you put hops in, I've, I've, I know I've explained this before, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> For Cody. So, when you, when you start a boil, the boil lasts 60 minutes. If you put hops in that... And, and this confuses people, but at the 60-minute mark, so that's like you have 60 minutes left in the boil. It's, like, it's like a soccer timer. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know how soccer No, wait. Okay. Soccer goes up. What? Dude, I don't know. I don't watch soccer. I don't, I don't know. It's it, the World Cup. Right. You guys it, aren't it, watching the It's a the timer. It goes down. No. No, sorry. So at 60 minutes left in the boil, that's where you're getting most of your bitterness. If it's in there the whole time. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Right. And... Like the closer you get to the end when you're adding hops is the more aroma flavor you're getting instead of bitterness. It's the tea bag effect. Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, talked yeah, talk on one of the yeah. episodes. Yeah, it's like the reverse tea bag effect. All right, you, Kyle, I want you to explain the tea bag effect to me. The tea bag effect is whenever you have hot water and you put a tea bag in it. The longer you leave the tea bag in there, the more bitter it's going to get. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, right. That's how it will correlate with hops. It's like, it, all right. It's yeah. basic- so the longer you heap the hops in, the more you get the hop flavor. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I think, okay, so I'm going to say I kind of carrying on the tea analogy. Mm-hmm. Is it fair to say that this is like, like the hops that are in here are just a little milder or like not as bitter? Or does that have to do with the brute, like how they're added and for how long? See, different. I don't. I, I can't remember off the top of my head the alpha acids and Hallertau. Um, but it, the more alpha acids you have in a hop, the more bittering potential it has. Huh. Okay. So, you know, if it's a higher alpha acid and you put it in at sixty minutes, that you're going to get a lot more bitterness than. Putting a lower alpha acid hop in okay. at the same time. Gotcha. <clears throat> Can you describe malt now? <laughs> malt? <laughs> yeah, what's that flavor like? Uh, <clears throat> like the, the, the caramely, caramel acid. Car- like yeah, yeah there's that. But there's so many different kinds of malt that's hard to describe. Right, well, how yeah. about this one? This one? Let me try it again. <laughs> a little bit of caramel, light caramel. 
caramel or caramel? It's caramel. <laughs> caramel. <laughs> I've decided not to pick that fight with Kyle, so I'm going to back off. Because <laughs> I think you would have lost. I think he had the look of death in his eye. <laughs> this is my least favorite out of this group, probably. Really? Yeah. This would be like... Eh, second, third, somewhere or another. Pretty close. I think these Pretty are close. all... Summer ale. I've had yeah. this a couple times before, and I had it with a really good sirloin steak, and it paired excellently. Mm -hmm. Like, Boston lager and a steak was, was good stuff. Now, when I say it's my least favorite, that doesn't mean I don't like it. Yeah, I give yeah. it like yeah. I really liked all of these, yeah. honestly. Seven and a half out of ten. <clears throat> I think these are all about in the same tier mm, yeah. of, like, beers because i mean they're all better than like bud lighter right. or miller or don't yeah. talk bad on the beer my people. <laughs> <laughs> no. i mean yeah i i feel like this is just kind of i don't know confirmed me in my enjoying like every sam adams beer i've had i've been like that's pretty good or like it's at least like bad good you know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that any of these are like exceptionally great but I really, I do really like all of them. The Sam seventy six will always stand out for me. <clears throat> mm -hmm. That's yeah. that's one that I will go back Porch to. Porch Roacher, it's a good beer. <laughs> it's Rocker. <laughs> it's definitely Roacher in my eyes. There's not even an A in it. Porch Roker. Roger. Roger. Porch Roger. Roger Roger. <laughs> it was far away and it was in the fridge. It wasn't that and far. And I have bad eyes. It was less than a yard. <laughs> no, that's a yard. I'll show you a yard. <laughs> right there out the window. All right. Well, anything else to say about this beer? Seven and a half out of ten. I, think, I, I like, think this is my least favorite too out of these four. Mm -hmm. I definitely like it more than all of you guys. It's just I don't dislike it. It's just right. it's just kinda like uh Eh. Yeah. yeah, I'd get it at a restaurant or something. Absolutely, yeah, me too. I would not be disappointed with it if I got it at like a craft brewery. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd buy like a case though. If like, it was like the last beer in the world, yeah, <laughs> I, I could definitely I'd drink a lot of it, it still. You see, yeah. but like I would buy it at a restaurant or a bar, but I wouldn't want to have like thirty of them in my house. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I see. I yeah. this is like I would buy a six pack. But I wouldn't buy a case. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I buy six, pack. and that's not me. That's not a knock against it. I just don't think it's that kind of beer. Right? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's do they fair. even sell it in like a thirty pack? I mm -hmm. hope they don't. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> they, they definitely. They, they, unless it's like six of you drinking it, you don't need a thirty. Yeah. Pack. I think I think it's a, a twenty four pack. Okay. They sell it. So like three of <gasps> you drinking it. So okay, if, <laughs> if you know, if you have eight each, that's about <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys had to rank the four beers that we've tried, like where would you place each one of them? Porch Roacher for me is number one. Then you really? got the Boston Lager. Then you got the Summer Ale. Then the 76. Really? Man. So for me, it's going to go um, number one is Sam 76. Number two would be the Summer Ale. Three, the Porch Rocker. And then four would be uh, this Boston Lager. But don't get me wrong, each of these were very good. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going Summer Ale, probably my number one, followed by the Sam 76, then the Boston Lager, and then the Porch Rocker. Those were good guesses, guys, but the actual ranking. 
<laughs> is 76 Summer Ale Port Rocker Boston Lager. Actually, I think that's what you said, That Jeff. is exactly Congrats on getting 100% right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so you get you guys really like the Port Rocker more than the Boston Lager. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. So me. so my I was already set up to drink lighter stuff, okay. if that makes sense. You were conditioned? Yeah. yeah After I the first too. two... What, you don't what? use conditioner. <laughs> Actually, I go to Dollar. I go to DG, and you just get their shampoo conditioner. They don't, sell. It's don't pretty call good stuff. Dollar General DG. <laughs> it's DG. Don't call it DG. No, uh, no. <laughs> Listen, you're living in Harrisville. You're just like, hey, I gotta run the DG. Turn that, up the road. Was that a thing that you like? You said to your brother, or was no? That's thing my brother said to me. Yeah, like, yo, we're going to DG. I was like, what's a DG? <laughs> And I was like, ah, I know where you're going. <laughs> All right, Jack, back to your point. Yeah. What point were you making? <laughs> you were conditioned to like oh, lighter Oh, I was beer. conditioned to like um, the other three more than the Boston Lager just because they were lighter and the malt, they didn't, they were obviously not as bitter. Um, hmm. I feel like if I came into this clean and did just the Boston Lager first, I would like it a lot Should more. we be cleansing our palates between each one? That's what wine tasters do, I think. Yeah, but like the thing is, is we drink enough of it that our palate changed the further into the beer we got. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. So we had this discussion on the way here. I was asking Jack because I had a beer the other night that the first couple sips, I really liked it. And then as I got further down the glass, it just didn't taste good to me anymore. And I asked him about that. And he said, like, your palate gets used to that, right? And mm -hmm. so you kind of stop tasting those flavors. Like, for me, it was the flavors that I liked in the beer. And I started tasting the flavors that I didn't really like in the beer. So that's why it kind of got worse as I went. Right. That, that, it just, and it makes sense now that you're thinking about it, right? Yeah, like definitely. <clears throat> beer is so complex. And something like what you were drinking was is had a lot to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, the further you drink a beer, the more of the flavors you're going to find. Like, Cody, you and I had a beer last night mm -hmm. that was very good. It was very rich. And the first half was, was very enjoyable, but then you got to the second half, and it was a struggle. It was a drag, yeah. It was huh. a struggle to get through. I finished mine. You didn't even finish yours. I did not. Yeah. Yeah, See? I hate when some of the boards warp in my palate, and I can't get my palate jack under it. <laughs> <laughs> See that's that's something that like the <laughs> Did you just get that? <laughs> but that that's something about Sam Adams that like I I feel like all four of these as I go like I still like I definitely taste different things but I like all of the flavors like mm -hmm. the whole way through drinking it. Oh yeah. We're also doing pallet jokes here all week, so uh, <laughs> come back next week. <laughs> so if you need some cheap wood, you know you know where to where to look. So is pal are pallets cheap? Yeah, really? Yeah, most places cheap? give them away when they're done with them. Yeah, we we do at work. Yeah, there we had a, we had a guy and an old dude that came that had been coming for like four years to get pallets and was fight over a stack of pallets. <laughs> like we were worried there's gonna be a fist fight in the parking lot over a stack of pallets. <laughs> This guy was saying, he was like, I get $10 a pallet. And we were like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. And the old guy was like, I get a quarter a pallet. <laughs> God, the pallet industry is much more complex oh. than I would have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where they take them. I don't know where they take them. But. Where do they come from? 
They come from my store off oh, trucks. No, but where do, where do you get them? The pallet company. Probably trees. I don't know. <laughs> what, do you mean, what do you mean probably? <laughs> you ain't never seen a pallet tree. You're, you ain't ever seen a plastic Pepsi pallet. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I oh, I do know what you're talking about. I have, yeah. yeah. And I hate yeah. them because they're not standard size, so I just have to move the forks on the forklift. I'm getting not Well, yeah, let's get to, I guess, part two of this podcast is going to be pallet discourse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what do you guys think about pallets? What do you think about the CHEP 1.3? All right. We're is that a real thing? Yes, it is. God, oh, God bless you, Kai. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack told me we have a bonus beer for this episode. Oh, we do. Oh, yeah. no. no, no. Oh. All right. Bonus beer time, guys. Yeah. So this is called Little Gruesome <laughs> Peanut Butter Jelly Stout. Uh. Now, I bought this on a whim. Give us that description. Ooh. Uh, there I is, smelled it. There <laughs> is no description. Aluminum can. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I, I enjoy that it's an aluminum can, but it's got Ooh. a sticker on it. There, yeah. It's just a plain aluminum can. Where'd you can. get this from? One of the beer distributors near us. It was behind DG. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this smell, it reminds me of... First, you I, can't see through it at all. No, There's it's, no it's head. very dark. No, the smell reminds me of, I used to vape, and there's something about that smell of, like, a real dark, dank vape juice that this, this smells like. I kind of get a peanut butter smell. Well, or just peanut. Yeah. I, yeah, I get peanut smell. Like, you walk into the Texas Roadhouse, and all you smell is peanut. Yes, you know what? You know what? That's it. Yeah. It's the Texas Roadhouse entrance. Yes. <laughs> it really Cigarettes is. and peanuts. <laughs> You no, walk honestly, through those no. doors, there's people smoking outside, and you walk through the doors, and it's just peanuts and cigarettes. Yeah. That's, that's what it smells yeah. like. Yeah, that's what it smells cigarettes. like. Yeah, I understand. All right. Let's try it. Let's not. Oh, my God. I love it. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it kind of tastes like cigarettes. Yeah. Honestly, it's not that bad. Hmm. I, I do taste a little bit of cigarette. If you were like, if you went to the like landmark and you were eating peanuts and you were drinking beer, <laughs> so it's it's a mixture between like if you took a perfectly good dark beer and you mix something really sour into it mm -hmm. and smoked a cigarette <laughs> while you were drinking it. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what this tastes that's like. If you drink like. a beer out of an ashtray, <laughs> yeah. why is it? Yeah. So here's my question: Why is there so much acidity to it? That's the grapes they used. Huh. I'm it's, guessing they used grapes. The, the so sourness wine. of the grapes and the peanut butter <laughs> just does not mix well. Yeah, it's I, cigarette wine. Like jelly doesn't <laughs> taste like that. Wine. It kind of. This is gonna sound weird. It kind of like attacks my mouth the same way that smoking a cigarette does. <laughs> oh, I can get that. Yeah, I've you never get smoked cigarette. Yeah, but. it's it kind of feels like you're drinking this beer. See, I'm not stupid. <laughs> How it just coats your mouth and stays there for like 20 minutes. <sighs> I the good thing about this is my like clothes won't it. smell for two days. Don't like it. It Can tastes too much like cigarettes. God, it's so acidic. Yeah, it's. I what kind of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are these people eating? <laughs> Not it's, good ones. It's like you dipped a cigarette in like really like bitter, acidic oh. something and smoked it. I'm like, done with that. Yeah, do we have to finish it? No, we don't have. That's why I gave us a real short course. All right, hard pass on this one. Like zero out of ten. Big for boy. Sure. Yeah, negative cigarettes out of ten. I was I was very upset with this beer because I paid way too much for that four pack. I'm gonna give it like a five out of ten. Do you want the rest really? of mine? Sure. There you go. You can have the rest of everybody's, man. Not a fan. <laughs> we are now into the play section. What are we Woo. talking about? 
We are talking about games that have come out in the last two weeks. Basically. Oh. Well, I'm talking about that. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Crash Team Racing came out last week. I've played a ton of it so far. Um, Was that it, your favorite game as like a kid? I know you like to crash a lot. Right. No. Uh, I forget where it was. It was, on, it was on my top 10, but I forget where it was. It was up there. Yeah, it was up there. Because yeah. I... This will be funny. I, I never played a Crash Bandicoot game. Uh-huh. I played Crash Team Racing and Crash Bass. Oh, Bash. yeah. <laughs> Crash Team Racing. Th- this new one, this nitro-fueled, I think is what it's called, um, is um, kind of like a spiritual remake. Yeah. I saw some people on Twitter were complaining about it just because some of the tracks like don't work the same. Like, I forget the sewer level was called, but, like, um, apparently the shortcut is different. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. And the, uh, the like, um, drifting on the slopes is different. It, it is. I think it's a good different, personally. Yeah. But it is what it is. Um, I played a lot of that game this week. I, I never think it's a good idea to try a one-for-one remake. Because you're never going to get it perfect. Right. And it's yeah. always going to disappoint people. Although, um, Crash Insane Trilogy was really close. Were those remakes? Or yeah. Those? Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they yeah it was the, the first three games redone, <coughs> and they did an excellent job. What I was thinking of was uh, Resident Evil 2, because mm-hmm. th- that wasn't a one-to-one remake. It was almost more like a reimagining, mm-hmm. and I know people love that. Yeah. And um, I think if you're going to remake a game that people loved, you kind of have to imagine it differently right that's um then i'll segue into final fantasy 7 remake because <laughs> <clears throat> that game's going to be completely different from the original final fantasy 7 mm-hmm. except for the story which i think is a great idea because final fantasy 7 i think is one of the like 100 out of 100 rpgs okay hmm. um and you'll never perfectly recreate it okay and i think they're smart for not trying to recreate what it was but trying to make a new experience out of it. Hmm. Right. And that's um, any game, even Crash Team Racing, I think a remake should, you should try and make a new experience with it. Right. Because you're not going to recapture what people felt like when they were seven playing it. Although in Insane (laughs) Trilogy, that did happen to me. When I played through Crash 3, mm, Hmm. took me back. Yeah. I mean, it's probably not the exact same. Like, I know what you're getting at. Like, and I, I agree with you. Don't don't take this as me not agreeing with you. But there are certain times where they can get it right. Right. And that's, yeah. And right. when it's done right, it's like yeah. amazing. It is. However, it is so hard to get it right yeah. that <laughs> I don't trust game companies enough to get it right. So I think that they are reimagining, like you put it, is way better. I'm trying. I think the best, like, remake... Um, that I've played is the 3DS re-releases of um, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, so mm-hmm. Omega Ruby mm. and Alpha Sapphire. Yeah. So like when we did our top tens, my number one game was Pokemon Emerald. Like I've played that game through more times than any other game ever. And when I got a 3DS and played through Omega Ruby, like it hit all of those nostalgic notes while at the same time like adding all the new features they'd added in like the subsequent generations mm-hmm. of Pokemon and like they, I thought it was really well integrated all together mm-hmm. so it had that balance of like nostalgia but also 
all of the good things that they've added since the Game Boy Advance, you know? Right. Should we just talk about remakes? <laughs> we can. I, mean, I, I can't think of a remake I've, like, recently, like, really in, like, got How about, into. is there a game that you want to be remade? Oh. 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 Wow. That's a good question, man. Hmm. I'd love for Lord of the Rings Online to get remade. It's <laughs> 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 just so old. Yeah. Everything just looks so bad. Like, the fighting style is just terrible. Mm-hmm. But, like, I want to reiterate on, like, the Final Fantasy front mm-hmm. because I never played that game. Okay. okay. I just figured they would have deteriorated so much if they were good at one point after you remade them so many times and made so many different ones. I just thought they would just get bad. And I, think, I think um, I haven't played all of them. I've played a good chunk of them. I think what Final Fantasy does right is one game after the next is not it's not like the same combat system. Okay. And it's not the same overworld and it's not really the same themes. So they're all Final Fantasy games, but they're all standalone, independent. Okay. Because um, anytime I see a game with that many different yeah. like, chapters, yeah. I think... 13! Yeah. Right, think right. That's Call of Duty Syndrome right there. Yeah. That's... Uh, that's I mean, for any game to get 15 sequels, and I don't know how many Final Fantasy spinoffs there are, you know, there has to be something new with each one. Fair enough. Right. Except Call of Duty, which... Yeah. <laughs> or an eSports game. Well, okay, spinning off of Call of Duty just for a few minutes... Oh, the um, uh, Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare mm, 2. Yeah. So it's a reimagining, I guess. It's not a remake. Well, isn't it? It's just the next Call of Duty, but they're just calling it? No. See, see, they, they said it's not after Modern Warfare 3. Oh. So it's like same they, characters, like but kind of different story. Of the original? Mm-hmm. Huh. Like That's, Captain Price is in it. Oh. What did you think of the... The remake, or it was a remaster of the original. I I only played probably a quarter of the way through the campaign, um, just because. Oh, I already did this before. <laughs> um, I liked multiplayer until they added the uh, extra guns that weren't in the original game. Yeah, that was kind of um, weird. I thought I played the whole way through the campaign, and I thought it was well done for a remaster. Right, right. Especially out of. Modern Call of Duty. (laughs) Anything that's like playable is uh, not too bad. Right. (laughs) Right. So that's that's one of the things though when you do remakes because sometimes like I don't know for me like there are some games that have been remade that like I didn't play the first time around Mm -hmm. and then it's I'm glad that they didn't change anything so I can still get the same story. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there are other games where I'm glad that they like games that I did play the original of that I'm glad when they re-release them that they've changed a little bit so Mm -hmm. it's not like just the same experience with better graphics or, you know. Right. I think one of the cool things is like games in the nineties and early two thousands, like some of the good ones were still like bad. <laughs> like some, yeah. some really yeah. good games are just like not fun to play or right. difficult mm-hmm. to play or just haven't aged well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in the last two or three years, there's been a big like remake and remaster push. And I don't, I know a lot of people complain about it, the same way that they complain about movies that get remade or mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I'm o- more okay with it with video games because sometimes they just make them better. <laughs> because, right, right, exactly. I mean, 2015, 10 years later, we know how to make better video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that might not be the case for movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll get there in the next segment. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, right yeah. yeah. No, it's- um, but about uh, Generation 3 Pokemon, mm-hmm. that's also my favorite. 
Um, and Emerald's in my top 10 for sure. I actually, the Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire were not my favorite. Really? I just, yeah, I don't know why. I, the, it seemed almost too different from the originals hmm. to me. Huh. But I, you're right in that it was like playing a new game. Yeah. Um, and you, but and I got that familiar feeling. But I kind of wanted it to be more like nostalgia heavy. See, I I really liked that through like the main story of the game. It reminded me of like those days of playing like Sapphire and mm-hmm. Emerald over and over again. Mm-hmm. But after like I beat the Elite Four, it had all of the Gen Four through like seven Pokemon, mm-hmm. and I. I don't know, like, because I played X and Y, and, like, I thought they were pretty good, but when they, re, like, when they re-released the third-gen games with, like, that engine, with all the mechanics that they'd implemented up through, because, like, it was great in Omega Ruby for me, being able to have the EXP share mm-hmm. and share experience with all Pokemon, instead of, like, the original Gen 3 games where, like, you have one Pokemon, it's getting experience. And you if see. you want to train them, you have to like grind and grind and grind. Like it got rid of a lot of the tedium that I wasn't really huge on from the original ones. And it had like all the items and moves and mechanics and Pokemon that they'd added in the later generations. So yeah, I, I just loved, like for me, I, I thought it struck a good balance of the original like story of the game playing through like single player reminded me of those experiences as a kid, but like updated. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, like playing online with all of the Pokemon from all generations that were released at that point. Like I, I really enjoyed that. You mentioned something I think is interesting. You said it, t- it took the like tediousness out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so funny. Um, I think as kids, we were so more willing to like just spend hours doing nothing. Yeah. In yeah. Video yeah. yeah like sure. I look, yeah. I look back at some of the stuff I did as a kid. Like I put, um, like over 900 hours into like games that like are not 900 hours long. Yeah. And that's like what I did. Yeah. I just ran around like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, when I was a kid and I played kingdom hearts too, I would just skateboard for like three hours at a time. <laughs> and it's like, that's, <laughs> that's not something you should do. But I was a dumb <laughs> nine year old and it was awesome. <laughs> and I, that's so interesting now. Uh, to play video games when it's like I have to, you know, I only have two hours before I have to go to sleep so I can go to work. So it's <laughs> I have to play as efficiently as possible and I can't waste any time and I can't explore. No, that's really right. funny how like your priorities shift because I know for yeah. me, like when I was younger, it was no problem to have a game that had like a 30 hour story, 40 hour story, like even longer than that sometimes and play it like a couple hours a day for a long time and play through the whole thing. And nowadays... I definitely find myself drawn more towards like shorter games. Like for me, that's why I really enjoy roguelikes mm-hmm. because I don't always have the time to sit down and invest myself in like a 50 hour long story game, but like a good roguelike, you can get a run done in like an hour, maybe an hour and a half. And there's like that satisfying experience and it's kind of done at the end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. like, I just beat God of War from last year. Okay. And it was like a, 40 hour game and um I don't know I liked it because like I beat it and I was done okay like you I know I understand that <laughs> right, too yeah. right. um, there wasn't anything else to go like, back and explore that's true uh games from last year Red Dead 2 is like a game where it's like you're never act you're never really done with it <laughs> yeah right. that's like all those games though right yeah yeah Open world. Most open yeah. world games do. feel like that. You're yeah. never actually done with everything you can do. <laughs> right. 
So I got a question from someone Greg said. What's the longest video game you think you've ever played? Not like most time ever put into, but like longest story in a game you've ever mm. played. Oh, as far as you played or as, a, as the total story? I guess how long the game was, not like how many hours you put into it. Because I'm oh. sure you put a billion hours into the Lord of the Rings online game. But that game's like There's not, a lot there. it's like not that long. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I'll give, I'll start because I know mine off the top of my head. I played Persona 5 last summer and I beat it in 89 hours. Ugh, and wow. that's the longest game I, I know I've ever played. Huh. I have to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> the game I played through the most story of that has the longest story that I never beat. Yeah. I'm going to go with Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Really? Like, mm. I I tried okay. to beat that game for so long, but there's okay. the story just <laughs> goes forever. I don't know where it ends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like, I just kept playing, and I couldn't get there. It just goes and that's goes. Another, well, that's another open world game. Really. I know, but, like, the actual, like, main story, like, I couldn't figure out where it ended. Like, I couldn't <laughs> get there. <laughs> that's fair. I don't know, man. I'm trying to remember my Steam Like, as far as, like, a Steam game where I can track how many hours I played it, I don't have a lot of, like, really story-based games on Steam. I don't either. That's the problem. (laughs) So I have something that's kind of, like, it's kind of related to this question. So I have played Fallout 4 for 74 hours on Steam, and I think I've done, like, two main story missions, (laughs) and then I just didn't... Like I, I don't I wasn't that invested in the main story. So mm-hmm. for me, I've spent seventy four hours doing side quests and exploring the wasteland. Mm-hmm. And for me, like I especially with Fallout Four, I enjoyed that a lot more than, you know, the the main story. But that yeah, that's kind of like a different thing. Like there are some mm-hmm. games that I've invested lots of hours playing through the story. Mm-hmm. And there are other games where I put in a ton of time and didn't care about like the main story but there's like smaller stories that I'm more interested in, mm-hmm. like side quest kind of thing. Yeah, right, because a side quest, you can start it and you can get a story and you can finish it and be done in like 20 minutes. Yeah. Right, right. I feel like it's uh, just personally from my experience, a lot of times like side quests like that are more interesting because it's easier to write a good side quest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I've played more good side quests than I have main quests. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, obviously there are more side quests in games than main yeah. quests, you know, but I'm always amazed just for long games. Like I think about how do you write a game that's a hundred hours long? Yeah. All right. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Like, and obviously it's not a hundred hours of dialogue and stuff, yeah. but it's still like, how long is that script? How much flavor text <laughs> do you write? <laughs> How many, right. like, how many sessions do you sit down with the other writers and like, all right, we'll pick it up at hour two. Right. We have 30 pages of a script. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah I, I, I couldn't imagine. I would love to know that process. We got far off from remakes. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, my game would probably be Borderlands 2. Yeah. Like, I, I know it's not like particularly a long game, mm-hmm. but with all the side quests and stuff, I've, I've spent a lot of time in that world. So I like narrative games mm-hmm. like yeah. those long ones. Um, but they're, I think they're tricky to do 
to get me to play a game for a hundred hours. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, yeah. I have to like all the characters and mm-hmm. I have right. to be invested in what's happening to right. these. The story's gotta be good. And that's why Persona 5, I didn't get to do my top 10 list cause I was absent, mm-hmm. <laughs> but Persona well, do 5. You, do you have a top 10 list? Cause you can just go. I mean, I it. could guesstimate most of it. I know Persona 5 is my favorite game of all time. Okay. And I only played it last year. Right. Cause it's like, I, it took me 89 hours almost exactly to beat and I enjoyed like every hour of it. Right. right. <laughs> because the characters were very good and I got engaged and I cared about like what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, other games I like, uh, Fallout New Vegas is in there. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Emeralds up there. Pokemon Platinum's up there. Um, I just beat Persona 4 a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. which I played because I liked Persona 5 so much. <laughs> and that might be in my top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, God of War was pretty good. I don't know if that's a top 10 game. Mm. It's tough thinking of it on the spot. It that's is. What I did. Yeah. It is. I just, oh, uh, Kingdom Hearts 2. That's my second favorite game of all mm-hmm. time. Okay. I know that for a fact. And then uh, my third favorite game of all time is uh, Fire Emblem Awakening. So yeah, those are three narrative games that all take like nice. 20. Oh, can we throw out some honorable mentions? Shows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah just it. throw them out. Oh, honorable mentions. Age of Empires 2. It's the game that got me into strategy <laughs> games. Okay. Oh, my yeah. God. I how love much, that how game How much time so much. did you put in it? Uh, on Steam, 44 hours. Okay. <laughs> but in total, I would say I probably have, like, over 300 hours in that game. Because <laughs> I don't remember what wow. year that game came out, but on Steam, it's the Age of Empires 2 HD editions. There was not HD whenever you originally <laughs> bought that game. You could play it on any PC you wanted to. It was all pixelated <laughs> and stuff. It was great. Nice. Oh, man. That's, I feel like... Um, did you like have a summer where you got that game and you just like played it every day? Yeah. That's what I, that's, I remember <laughs> as kids, like every summer I would have like a game that's like, yep. mm-hmm. I'm just going to play it for eight hours today that was because, because, yeah. because I'm 13 years old and I have nothing to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A narrative game that I really enjoyed that not a lot of people liked was Max Payne 3. Well, you're right. Not a lot of people hmm, did like it. Not a lot of people liked it, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Yeah. I really did. Why? I liked, I, it had kind of like a comic book aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, which for some reason I was super into at that point in time, it was so action movie esque that I went, okay, this is just going to be fun. Don't try to pull out something <laughs> like too deep about this. Like when we, we talked about John Wick last time, I'm not watching it to be this great story. Dude, mm-hmm. Someday I'll write a dissertation on John Wick. Just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I did like that game. If John Wick was a game, like, the fighting would be great, but the story, I'd be like, meh. Yeah. It's okay. okay. So, this is one of those things. I feel like for me, at least... Describe the, it in terms of a game for you. No, at least the last couple of years, I have... Because I haven't had the time to invest in, like, a long story game as much okay it's more about like the mechanics and the emotional experience more so than like an overarching long-term story like it personally what i've enjoyed so like one of my top 10 games was the stanley parable mm-hmm. and like you could probably find all the endings in that game in like under 10 hours mm. but the experience that i had of playing that game just really stuck with me and i loved it Or, like, Hollow Knight. Like, it was another one of my top tens. Like, there's not as much of an explicit story, per se. It's more about the lore and the world and, like, the experience you get from playing the game Mm -hmm. that 
kind of really stick with me. But I think a lot of that is kind of the amount of time I've had to play games. Yeah, that's fair. I think I'm almost the opposite now where like I have so little time to play video games. Like I can play video game all day, every day mm-hmm. that I feel like I would rather put my time into beating a long game than like not, not playing a short game, but like playing a game online, okay. you know, cause like, um, we used to play overwatch all the time mm-hmm. and it's like, I, I, nowadays I don't want to sit down and spend my evening to play overwatch cause there's no like. Like it's fun, but there's I you get no feeling of like progression out of right. it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah, if okay. I sit down for a couple hours and play, I don't know an RPG or something, and I progress the story and and something like that, I feel like it's almost like I've read a book for two hours or right. something. It, yeah. I I feel better about how I've spent my time, which goes back to the whole I value my time now differently. Right. I right. feel that. Which is an interesting aspect of I guess growing up. I think maybe that has to do with like me because like, you know, I studied English in college. So Mm -hmm. I read a ton of books. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, for me, like, honestly, if I'm going to read like a novel, I want to get it done within like a week. Mm -hmm. And if I take like a month or two or like I I read a really long, like 800 page novel. Right. It took me like all year to read. And I didn't get the same like impact out of it that I know I would have if I had had the time to like read for like four hours a day and mm-hmm. knock it out in like a week and a half, you know? Yeah. And I kind of feel the same way about like game stories. So like I played um, Deus Ex Human Revolution over like a Christmas break or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like 20, yeah, 27 hours on record for my Steam playthrough. And uh, like I loved it. And I, I was really interested in the story and the world and all these like interesting topics it was bringing up with like human augmentation and and I loved it, but I'm glad that it was only about 30 hours of gameplay and I could play through it in the span of like two weeks. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I I definitely love longer games, but for me, like I like to get them all in a shorter time frame, right. you know, get all the story like together, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. I think that's why I got a lot in the survival games lately because like you're making your own story. Like you can you yeah. can start it and end it whenever you feel like. Right. Mm-hmm. Except the end is usually when something kills you and you made a lot of progress <laughs> in doing yeah. something. I've noticed that too. Like a lot of games that have kind of ways you can make your own story. Like mm-hmm. this past week I started playing XCOM two again. Oh. And like the way that like Love it. I'll spend like, you know, an hour like customizing a character yeah, I know. writing a backstory yeah. for them and then they die and I'm just <laughs> absolutely <laughs> devastated yeah. like you spent all this time making them look cool writing yep. them all this lore mm. like this person you know did all these cool things here's their childhood like <laughs> here's who they are and like they just get picked off yep and immediately you're, like, and you're just like you, wow. you really feel that <laughs> you're like come on man <laughs> I spent all that time building that base and you're just gonna let me get killed by a wolf after I ran out of stamina that's such a different um like style than like a narrative game because it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah um for I'll go back to Persona 5 like that game is locked in of like the story happens how it happens right um and you just live with that it's like a book like you, mm-hmm. you read a book yeah. and it's the words on the page right um but like XCOM yeah it's like you can more or less or any open world game you can do whatever you want in any order, like Fallout 4. Yeah. You could go from the very start any direction you want, and it would be a, a completely different experience for you. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's yeah. so, it's so interesting that like both kinds of those games can be good and have like emotional impact and yeah. like narrative impact on you. 
Right. Interesting. What an interesting medium. Yeah. <laughs> right? People yeah. say games can't be art, but man, they can emotionally mm-hmm. impact you in very different ways. It's mm-hmm. really cool. That's good. Neat. Well, uh, I think we spent probably more time than we should have in the play hey, section. That was, that was a great place. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It yeah. was great. No, yeah. no, like no complaints. Um, so that's great. You All right. Hit movies real quick. Hit yeah. watch real quick. Yeah, we'll, we'll do watch. Um, does anybody need a break before we go into watch? I'm going to pee. Okay. And then probably grab yeah. a beer. I need a drink or something. <laughs> My mouth's real dry and tastes like cigarettes from that beer. <laughs> yeah, what have we been watching? Uh, I haven't watched anything new lately, but a movie that's coming out that I really want to see is Yesterday. Yes. Haven't heard yeah. of it yet. It looks really interesting. It's the one where it's like, what if the Beatles never existed? Yeah. Except one guy remembers the Beatles. And so he just like does oh, all their songs. I love wacky situations. Yeah. He, d- he like yeah. does all their songs and gets, I don't, well, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, but the trailers make it show like he's, he gets real famous off doing That's Beatles cool. songs. Yeah. yeah. I like concepts it's an interesting, like that. Yeah. yeah. It is. Um, Ed Sheeran's like a main character in it. Well, that's why you want to see it. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but one, one thing I want to talk about, what what do you think the implications of the like director's cut Endgame re-release is? Oh, hold on. Because so, a lot of people... I haven't seen Endgame. Me okay, either. Well, we won't, we won't spoil it. Yeah. But just the implications of a lot of people being like, do movies have DLC now? <laughs> so I, from what I have heard... They haven't actually changed the cut of the movie itself. They've just added more post-credit scenes. Oh. That's one thing I'm going to hate on in the Marvel Universe. End credit scenes. Why did you have to start this? <laughs> you mean I have to sit through and watch all the actors who I already knew their names? You don't have to. And then I have to, and then I have to sit there and... But if you want to get the sneak peek <laughs> for the next movie, you got to sit there and watch if through want, all that stuff. You got to work for it if you want the sneak peek. Yeah. But I agree with you because then movies throw them in for no reason, like Pacific Rim. Yeah. Pacific Rim has a dumb end credit scene for no reason <laughs> other than they think it was cool. And then Pacific Rim's a good movie. Pacific Rim 2 mm. was just like, you didn't continue to story. It why? was a bad movie. Why, why did you do that? <laughs> you had such a great story to start with and you're just like, you know what? Throw it out the window. <laughs> We're going to make something new. <laughs> um, anyway, so what I was trying to think of other movies that had gotten like director's cut re-releases, and the only one I could come up with was Batman vs Superman. Right? Didn't that happen with Blade Runner? Blade Runner got oh, three different yeah. theatrical yeah. releases. Yeah, yeah, it got a bunch. What else did? I love Blade Runner. By the Which way, one? Oh, do you remember that okay, terrible so theatrical I Am Legend one? Oh, no. yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah I think I've seen the alternate ending, though. Yeah. That's, al- that's what yeah. we're talking oh, about. Yeah. Okay. The theatrical yeah. ending was so bad. It <laughs> See, was so I, dumb. I read the book, and it was way better than the movie. Like, I love Will Smith, but, like, I don't know. Was... But anyway, Blade Runner. Hot take. I liked the first one. With the voiceover? No. So I've only seen, like, the final cut. So that okay. doesn't have the, With like, the... phoned in voiceover that All Harrison right. Ford didn't want to do. Is the final cut the one that has the dream sequence? Yeah, with the, I don't like that the uniform unicorn. Thing. I like the voiceover because I like Harrison Ford mm-hmm. and I like goofy Harrison Ford. <laughs> and he really did the voiceovers kind of goofy. Well, yeah, because he thought like he didn't want to do it. He didn't so want to like, put it in. If I do it bad enough, <laughs> yeah. they won't put it in the movie. And then they put it in the movie. That's anyway. kind of why I don't know. I think that's I haven't seen the second cut, which I don't know what's different about it. But I like I the know. I like the original like theatrical release best just because it has the goofy voiceovers. 
I I just I've seen the final cut of Blade Runner and it was pretty good. And I've seen Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which I liked better than the original one. It was pretty good. Do, do you guys think? Um, would you be in favor of movies getting like director's cut, they, like released like right before they leave theaters? They get like, hey, if you want for two weeks, we're going to show the director's cut. I feel like it depends. I don't know. Depends on the director. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. I don't know. I feel like most of the time, if the director has the control that like they want they don't end up doing a director's cut mm-hmm. right. you know what i mean like they mm-hmm. end up releasing the movie that they want to i feel like it's only when there's disparity between like the director's vision and what the studio wants right, that right. they get a director's cut that's drastically different mm-hmm. it's really iffy because like you can watch a director's cut and it could be great but if it gives away elements of the story and you want to watch the irregular movie it just defeats the purpose because you already know what kind of happens mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, if it's better altogether, it's yeah, great. Yeah. Right. No, I, I get that. But but going off of what you said, I think when it when there is a director's cut released, I think it really is like the director saying, Okay, studio, you wouldn't let me make the movie mm. that I wanted to make. So yeah, you have your theatrical release, but Look at what I wanted to do with it. Unless it's mm-hmm. Batman v Superman in Zack Snyder. He's like, oh, crap, people didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> let's try let's retcon and, it. Let's, yeah. let's just take everything we left on the cutting room floor and try to make a good movie. Oh, crap, people didn't like that either. So when you talk about like the different cuts, the one one thing that comes to mind is Donnie Darko. I really like that movie. I, I just love Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. But Donnie Darko, is it's a pretty good movie. I like it quite a bit. But apparently in like the, there's like a director's cut where, I don't know if you guys have seen it or not, but there's like some time travel stuff. And in the director's cut, they spend a lot more time explaining the time travel stuff. And I hate that. Like that's my (laughs) least favorite part of the movie is all the time travel stuff. The more interesting stuff is like the character driven drama and like all the themes that are more specific to like the characters and human interaction I'm less interested in the like explanation of how time travel works. Mm-hmm. I think um, any like sci-fi or fantasy movie that tries to over-explain it because it's boring. Right? Yeah, that's why um, like Lord of the Rings is so good because it's not like it just throws you in, right? Right. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. like okay, and you just accept it. And he's like, yeah, hobbits are short people, wizards, uh, big eagles. I don't know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I like when movies have like. A very simple explanation as to this is how we did this. Like sci-fi mm-hmm. movies? Yeah, like Jurassic Park. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Dead bugs. That's yeah. like it's like yeah. two lines and you're just like, oh okay. Yeah, that, that yeah. makes sense. And then like immediately after it's like, oh dinosaurs, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. I think I would describe movies like that like they don't get in their own way. Mm-hmm. Like Jurassic Park is like, I want to watch dinosaurs. Right. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. Jurassic, it doesn't get in its own way. It just gives you dinosaurs. Right. Yeah. Um, as long as they're like, like the movie has its own world, and mm-hmm. as long as that's world, that world is like consistent and believable, like that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know, you haven't seen Cody the John Wick movies, but mm-hmm. we've been talking about them the last couple of, like episodes, and I know like that's one of the coolest things about those movies is the universe that it sets up. Like it's real over the top, but it has its rules, and everything feels consistent, even yeah. though it's clearly mm-hmm. like a video game movie inspired universe. Like things are more over the top than real life, but it still has its own rules and consistencies and 
tone. Right, know? exactly. That's I think as long as a movie is like has fun within its own boundaries. I don't yeah. care what those mm-hmm. boundaries are. Right. And I think yeah. that's where some movies get caught up when they're like, oh, we have to explain how. Right. Um, yeah, when you're I just like, listening to 30 minutes of dialogue explaining yeah. how a world works. That's, um, I don't like Avatar. I've never seen it. I don't like it's it. It's really long. It and is long. I think the pro- I think Avatar is a movie that gets in its own way because it's like yeah. What what do I want to watch when I see Avatar? I was saying the ten foot tall blue people fight robots, right? And it like <laughs> takes two hours to get to that point because let me explain to you the blue people and the robots it's and like, why they're there. We're gonna explain the social structure of the blue people, and it's like I don't, I don't care. care. Right. <laughs> they're ten feet tall. They hook up their braids under the god tree. I don't know. Just show me. <laughs> let me let it punch a robot. That's all. <laughs> I, I that's that's <laughs> kind of what happened to Pacific Rim 2. Too. They tried to explain too much. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's it's not enough big robots. Let me punch see big, big robots monster. punch monsters. That's, yeah. that's, that's what I, made the first movie so great. Yeah. That's what you want. And that's, I don't know if, I haven't seen the new Godzilla, mm-hmm. but the I saw some critics of it saying there's too much monsters in it. It's like it's a Godzilla movie. Yeah, like all the. I'm not going for a drama. I'm going to see a monster punch another monster. I haven't seen it either. But from what the critic reviews I've I've seen were just, this is terrible. It's just monsters, and all the fans are like, I want to see big monster punch big monster. Yeah. That's yeah. Now see, there's there's a critic that I really like who is like, all you critics got it wrong. Like there's inherent value in this beautiful spectacle of monsters fighting monsters. Like, w- there was too much human drama interaction. Like, we just want the monsters fighting each other. <laughs> we don't care about, like, well, how did that monster suddenly wake up? We <laughs> gotta have the humans doing stuff. Like, no, we just want to watch monsters fight each other. Yeah. Right. Oh. That's I like in... We'll go back to Pacific Rim. They were just like, yeah, monsters come from a different dimension from yeah, the bottom of the ocean. Just come out of hole. And you're just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, fine. That's <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Good, man. If a big robot's punching him, I'll and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> the only way we can fight them is build big robots. Yes. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and movies that have like multiple movies stretched out across the universe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think is really, really cool. Like, not to be cliche, but the Star Wars movies. Yeah. So a lot of people, well, a lot's maybe not correct, but there were a few people that were upset when Kylo Ren was able to force stop that bolt um, yeah. at the beginning of Force Awakens. But I think that's so cool. If you look it into shows. it, it's canon. <laughs> <laughs> but, but at the same, it's so cool that we've gotten further in technology Yes. In that Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and the old Star Wars movies, the um, shock like batons that mm-hmm. the stormtroopers would have had, the lightsabers would have gone right through them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think they advanced technology enough that they know how to block lightsabers now, mm-hmm. which I don't know. It, I, I, I mean, I, and that's fun to see because we've seen the other two trilogies. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's cool to see. It's cool, yeah. and they don't—they don't have to explain it. Right. It's yeah. just yeah. known. Yeah. It's so. like sci-fi. Like so, there's like sci-fi. There's like science fantasy. Like mm-hmm. Star Wars is definitely more fantasy. Like yeah. it's kind of yeah. like in Lord of the Rings, where someone's like, "There's this sword. It was forged by these people. It has these properties." Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Sweet. Yeah, Sounds yeah, good, yeah. man." Right. right. Yeah. Like, cool. <laughs> yeah. Like it's kind of like that in Star Wars. You're mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, he can. He can do this with the Force." And you're like, 
Cool. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like, we didn't question it when Obi-Wan Kenobi mind tricked the stormtroopers. <laughs> right. We were just like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Yes. But then the prequels came out and it's like, oh, actually, they use the force because they have enzymes called metachlorians. It's, like, it's no, like, oh, I, I didn't dope. know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I cares? was cool when it was space magic. But <laughs> yeah, right? Science blood's cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have these little things that live in my blood and they give me Superman powers. <laughs> Let me do some, space magic. Only um, I can use the light sword. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see Jurassic World? Yeah. Uh, I saw the first one. The first one. The not first, the, yeah, not yeah, the, the second one. one's really bad. Okay. okay. But I like the first one because it's kind of like a Godzilla movie, movie at the end mm-hmm. when it's the T-Rex versus the... Uh, yes, that was great. And that's, that was yeah. the old yeah. T-Rex too. Yeah. All the scars were the same. And that's... Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about like movies not getting in their own way. I think right. that's why Jurassic World 1 I like so much because it's like... I want to see a dinosaur fight another dinosaur. Right. And yeah. the movie gives it to me. <laughs> big <laughs> monster fight big monster. But then, but then Jurassic World 2 is a lot of, it's like weird bureaucracy and stuff. And it's like, I don't, I don't. And that's what I hated about Godzilla. I didn't like Godzilla. The, what, the one from a few years ago? Yeah. Dude, Frankenstein. I saw that movie in theaters four times. Wow. Really? Yeah. You really liked it? Okay, so... <laughs> Un- no, un- no. <laughs> unpopular unpopular opinion i didn't think that all of like the human stuff was that bad but i thought i really liked how okay, it was kind of what I hated slower and it kind of like they did a really good job in that one of showing like the size of godzilla yes making him feel huge yeah. and then when he finally shows up and like blasts a beam out of his mouth i was just like yes this is amazing but that's my same problem with it you call the movie godzilla and 99 percent of it is just people i brian see, cranston i brian yes. cranston's only in it for like 20 minutes is yeah. he really yeah. i haven't dies. seen it but like spoilers it's way too dark to even see godzilla you don't even see godzilla you see his outline when he shoots his beam off <laughs> that's it you see I don't like that either because it's kind of boring, yes. but I uh, I appreciate what they went for in that they were kind of trying to make Godzilla like a cryptid where like the whole movie uh, was yeah. spent like yeah. building mm. him up because we know as viewers who Godzilla is. Right. Like, right. We know what he's he a big lizard. U- he shoots But in universe, yeah. they were like, like he was a legend and it was like they were building him up like, oh my God, how do we came out of a portal in the ocean <laughs> and then they reveal him and he shoots the beam and it's kind of a cool moment. But yes, I wanted, I want to see Godzilla. Like, I wanted to see him like, yeah. I wanted to see him <laughs> right. just like go up to a skyscraper and be like. Yep. <laughs> no, like, I mean, I feel like that movie, I I would probably give it like a 7 out of 10. Like, if they would have condensed all the beginning stuff where, like, they were building up Godzilla and then had a lot more monster fight at the end, mm-hmm. like, if it definitely would have gone up um, in my rating. If but. there was an illuminated monster fight, like, they could even do it, like, in, like, the early evening. So you could at least, like, see him. That's a good time not like, <laughs> not like, uh, it's midnight. Dur- during golden hour. <laughs> could, could you come out of the ocean in golden hour, please? That's, Godzilla's pretty busy during the day, Kat. He, he yeah. can only fight at midnight. He's just eating those whales and stuff. He's got he's to take in a lot of protein to keep up that mass. Yeah. You're probably not wrong. <laughs> I didn't eat my 40th whale for the day. Hold on, guys. I come out to fight that monster any minute. Have you ever watched any of the Japanese? Japanese ones. Mm-hmm. No, I've no. never watched any the whole way through. But I would recommend looking up some of the fight scenes. Yeah, because they get it right. Where it's you just want to see a big monster, just dudes punch. in monster suits <laughs> fighting yes. each other. Yeah, in some in like the fight, like um, what's the three headed guy's name? 
it's like King Ghidra yeah, or something. Or something like that. That's there are from some of the like black and white Japanese ones, like Godzilla versus him is like like it's just fun to watch. Right. There was an excellent game for I think I had it for the GameCube. It's like Godzilla King of Monsters or something. It was literally like pick your monsters. You could have up to four players and you just fight each other. Oh, I forgot about that Destroy the yeah. city and fight each God, other. Remember, it was amazing. Remember when every movie had a game? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm happy or sad that went away. I'm sad. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. Sad. A lot of them were bad, though. Yeah, but I mean, you most also of them had were bad. the good ones. But then you had the Godzilla game that was a lot of fun. Right. I remember um, I had an Iron Man game for like PS2 yeah. and I just thought it was the bee's knees when I was like 12 <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> But I'm sure it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. So, no, that's that's cool. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Or are you guys ready to wrap it up? Good to go. Cool. I think I'm good. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Peace out. Follow Peace. us on uh, Instagram and Twitter. At uh, I, I know on Instagram we're <laughs> at Group Watch and at uh, Twitter... If you search for it, you'll probably yeah, find it. Yeah, <laughs> it's at Playbrew, because apparently Brew Play Watch was too long. On YouTube as well. Oh, yes, we are on YouTube. We are also now on Spotify yeah. and iTunes. Nice. Just got accepted this week. So We're all your favorite podcasts. Oh, we podcasts got on iTunes now. Yeah, we're on iTunes. Nice. Yeah. So Thanks. Uh, what's the guy's name? Tim Apple. Tim Cook. Tim Thanks, Apple. He personally guy. listened to the first three episodes and he was like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Third one's not even out right now. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, it's not released. So, but hey, it's all good. Uh, thanks again for listening. See you guys later. <laughs>